F. Hello. Is this Lydia? Oh my god. This oh my is god. Lydia. I think I think this is two out of two of the Aussie podcast. This is us. Oh my god. Well, hi. Hello everybody. Welcome back to the Aze podcast. Yes, sir. Me, if you don't know my name. Um, my name is Lydia, guys. Why am I sounding like this? Sorry. <clears throat> this is what you usually sound. Don't worry about it. Are you lying? No, you do usually sound like this. I do usually sound like this. Okay, guys. Firstly, we'd like to apologize for the lateness of episode three. Because I've been getting like so many. I didn't think guys cared, not going to lie. But I've been getting I've been getting so many messages, emails, and like comments just asking where we've been, if everything is okay, if we've cancelled the podcast and I just want to blame everything on Fikani. What? Yeah, that's okay. basically what I'm going to do. I'm I want to blame everything on FK because I feel like if she motivated me, mm-hmm. we would have dropped this episode a long time ago. But she didn't. Yeah, the thing is, the thing is, my instinct as well is to blame everything on Lydia because that's what I usually do. But we won't share the blame because we were both seeing each other in the same yard and we're not recording. And it comes from a place of deep rooted laziness and procrastination that Lydia yeah. needs to go to church and combat and fight yeah. against. Do you yeah. understand? So, self help is the most important message. And, and, and just boss, boss me, I'm working on it. Yes, you have I'm to grow. Nice. You have to grow. Get better day by day. You understand? And I'm here with you. Yes. Thank you. But yeah, um, um, we're back. Yeah. But we're back. Our oh, better. I hope. <laughs> but yeah, we did. But like, that. we know today like that because <gasps> exams are approaching. You get, but I did. I'm here. If you guys need me, but you get Always. this uni, this uni thing. It's, uh, I feel like I'm really good right now, so like I'm really living my best life. But uni is, yeah, it's kicking my ass. But I don't have that. <laughs> I'm very gallant <laughs> in school. <laughs> Currently in my room. Um, but yeah, we're back, and this is episode three. It is titled "The Rape Culture and What Comes Next." Dun, dun, dun. Yes, yes. But before we go there, before we get into all that deep. This of your lives, Lydia. Here we go. What's going on mm-hmm. with you? Um, first question for you is: um, What is your relationship status? The people need to know. The thing about you is that, and I've pointed this out before. You just don't take the correction. The thing about you is that you are too forward. You know that's your real no problem. problem. Yeah, you're no too problem. forward. You just you did talk. You just anyhow give them what 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 what. You need to just. Yeah. No, 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 no. I will get to it. I will get to it. I will get to it. But as you know, as my best friend and um the general public, they know too that I've always been in a committed relationship with Jesus. That is my one, that is my only priority. As everyone knows. So thank you for that question. Jesus. Next. On earth, that God puts you on. Who is your boyfriend? Okay, something that I've really wanted to speak mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something that I really wanted to speak about oh, on this episode. 
is the um red flag trend because that yeah. was literally like the funniest thing um shout out to I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like it. It's not sitting on my spirits. What is going on in your life? And then ask me what's going on in your life. Is it is it is it uh, life and times um of media and vitamins? We've been gone, they they want to know about us, they want to connect. We are me to want to connect with the audience. You understand? That's the fundamental of a podcast. So please speak. Forget you can be there. And now I walk. Now I walk forget. Oh, please speak to this. Speak to this. Literally, I've been... I've been, okay, life has been good. One or two things have been going on. Thank yeah. God. Yeah, but mainly, mainly uni. Like, I'm not going to lie. That has been really, like, kicking my ass. Um, Other than that, like, I did. You get, you understand? Yeah. <laughs> I just did. You just did. Yeah, this pressure you put on me is a little <laughs> bit much. I do usually lose. <laughs> please how is your life how is the boyfriend how is everything how is the wife <laughs> that, 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 that's the thing about this is that um, package has been shipped uh-huh. but delivery will take about 5 to 7 working days okay. if you are following you are following I catch your juice but yeah I've just been chilling living my best life in uni um, doing my thing mm-hmm. studying law thank you boss Going to work, going to come back. Yeah, yeah, nothing much. You understand? Thank you, Ma. Um, as I was saying, <laughs> the red flag trend <laughs> that I thoroughly enjoyed. Shout out to FK Abudu the for yeah. ah the for coming through for women. Like she gave them hot hot, like as men deserve. She hot. really threw some shots. <laughs> Like, I cannot, like, I see the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. And later tweeted, if you're the first guy, <laughs> if you're the first person to take off shit, me in that bitch, red flag. That's very and, and And he knows who he is. They okay. know who they are. They know themselves. That's the thing. They... Because she was like, she said, one well, ask about me. I have great reviews. But let me do it because. Red flag. Um... Big flag. I can make you scream. You guys don't know how the system works. If you know what's really going on inside Ooh. the comments, red flag. Okay, red another flag. one I liked. Guys, be aware. Industry, hmm. industry <laughs> men, red flag. <laughs> Listen to me, you guys. If he's a DJ, mm, artist, producer, artist, producer, mm. or What's, the, what's that one called? The ones that give flyers, post on all those people. Hey, he has something to promote. Mm-hmm. There's always one motive of the other red flag. Um, mm-hmm. A personal fave, when he greets everyone, when he greets every baby he sees when he enters club, red flag. Why is he saying hi? Like, why is he saying hi to everyone? He's not holding the Forget, forget. Yeah. And my favorite one, this one is I'm the one saying it's right here on this podcast. You guys said it first. If they're always posting her picture on 57 Akabao's Instagram page, red flag. Okay, can we down one? It ends, I understand. <laughs> because you're feeling it. Because when um, you go, whose mm-hmm. picture will you see that full place? Oh. Just that everybody go and check. Everybody go and check right now. Uh, oh, Thank okay. You. Another one I liked. 
Derek said when she greets the bouncers at Kabob by name. Woof. You need to cal- you need to calm down because the thing is that I didn't come for you, so there's no reason you should be coming for me. But yeah, the trend was too funny. Everyone's true colors. They, they I mean, sure. guys have kept things in mind. Ah. Guys have and they found the way to say it. Another one that entered, when she's always lip sync guys fifty seven. Yeah, oh, no, <laughs> yeah, that thing, that thing. For you to be in club, that club in particular, be now in one corner or in the middle with one particular guy, you now starts from dancing to lip sync. It says one or two things about you <laughs> because <laughs> that location. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Something else. Oh wait. Oh yeah. Wow. Okay. Sorry about that, Fikemi. I just realized that you two, you are guilty. Are you very fucked? <laughs> you two, you are guilty. So, just um, sit down where you are. Sorry about that. Um, what's it called? Something that I wanted to talk about again. I just remember this app. This app is so wicked. Everyone there is actually wicked because let me just okay. I'm gonna. I'm not going to call names and I'm not going to yeah and everything. But basically, one day on Twitter like this, one calm day, everyone was just you know relaxed and everything was calm. That's how one particular person, a young lady, um, basically what she did is that she she kind of misyanned. I'm not going to lie. Spoke her mind. Spoke her mind. She she spoke her mind. However, she actually misyanned, but and it was funny, and. You, you're allowed to laugh, you're allowed to comment, and you're allowed to, like, you know, say things without, like, being mean, or without, like, bullying, or without just, like, insulting the person, you get me. So, like, I was just really shocked at, like, everyone. I didn't expect guys to be like that. Like, there's even one particular advice on Twitter that fully came for the babe like the babe um the the woman she uttered the girl that missy and and she said um this is this is twitter not um um competition for who is the biggest idiot or something like that yo that thing when i saw it i wanted to ask the woman excuse me ma has this girl offended you in the past what is the reason for that insult? Like, okay, guys, yeah, laugh, like, make jokes without just, like, coming for the person, without making it personal. I feel like these are things we learned as children. Like, uh-uh. What they talk like that? You get, like, uh, why? Like, why? Like, why? Like, everything, just... everything was so personal. It came from a place, like, a deep place. Like, and it's so obvious, like, if we're all using common sense, that's obviously, you, it's not today, it's not based on what she said. But that she mm. said, this what she said that you guys are still come from her. Like it is based on hate that has been brewing. Maybe since your age, she has been your enemy. You've been waiting patiently every day. You come on to tell you wait for her to miss her, and finally mm. she did it. And we just had to everything mm. that was that you let it out. I think people need to stop because yeah, basically what they did was use the opportunity to be bullies. And if they did mm-hmm. this on a normal day, we will we'll say ah this is too much. They're bullies, mm-hmm. but because everybody was doing it ah. Pack mentality. Me too. Let me join. Let me so. So people didn't even know what is what. What she was saying. No, they didn't know mm-hmm. what she was saying. They just saw their first thought. Yes, I'm gonna show myself on Twitter. 
and some of your code tweets, I won't like, they were not even funny. So some of you were like tweeting 16 times. Like it was mm-hmm. genuine, but that deep. It was genuine, just not that deep. You've killed me. But yeah, like it wasn't, uh, it got, uh, the joke died. I can't lie. Like you just became. Guys, eight hours later, some guys were coming back. Yeah. Genius. I feel like I said a lot about you not going to lie. It really shows like how, you know, bitter a lot of you are. And just like, I don't know, like that such negativity should not be coming out of like people from on like on a normal day you get just go back, think about it, think about like why you reacted that way. Think about where it's coming from. Think about where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. That's basically like what has been going on on my tail. Me too. I feel like we can enter the topic for today. What do you think? I'm I'm ready, baby. I'm ready when you are Alrighty. So is rape culture and what comes next. So every um um I feel like I want to start with like giving like a few statistics. However, I don't want to you know dwell too much on facts because the internet is there for everyone. Google is there. Everyone has access to it. You get, if you can listen to this podcast, you can Google one or two things. But statistics say that in Nigeria today, one in four girls by the time she reaches 18 would have experienced at least one form of sexual assault. We are over 160 million and half of the population are women. Half of the women are under the age of 24. That's 10,000 girls every day that are survivors of this horrific crime. Uh, yeah, and this statistic involved in involves sexual assaults and sexual harassment. So you guys can understand the crisis, the magnitude of what women are going through on a daily basis. Yeah. Like the idea of rape, I mean hopefully we all know what rape is, but it's basically sexual intercourse, sexual assault, penetration, any of those things without mm-hmm. consent. And mm-hmm. that's the most important factor. And basically we just want to discuss and explain like what it is that makes guys want to continue the sexual activity even though there's a lack of consent um like the first thing like the root of this problem what i think is the problem is in socialization that is the way that we are raised what we're taught at like a young age because the truth is that no one is born a liar no one is born a thief no one is born a rapist Mm -hmm. do you understand it is in the socialization the things that you are taught growing up what you learn primary secondary socialization from like your parents school the media and that really makes like who you are so it is evidence that there is a problem in the way families in the way um father and mother are raising their sons there's an evidence problem and i feel like um something that we need to discuss like something we need to bring up emphasize on is the sense of entitlement that men have like it comes naturally for them they just feel like entitled they feel like what's it called that i feel like you wanted to speak more on that yeah basically like it's it ties back to this like misogyny basically this idea that men have this men are seen men see women because of the way they socialize like they were saying men see women as somehow like lesser beings that belong to them and in that way they have this sense of entitlement to their bodies, to their beings, and someone like strip women of all forms of bodily autonomy and like um like individuality. And basically what they're doing is when they're um engaging in sexual intercourse without consent, is basically taking what belongs to them or what society has taught them belongs to them. Because the way we raise men and the way we raise women is starkly different. Like we're basically teaching, we're basically raising women to be accessories or to 
um, fit into a positive man's life. Well, like, we're teaching men that these women belong to you and they're, like, they're your possession. So whatever mm-hmm. you're collecting already belongs to you. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when men are, like, doing engaging sexual activity without consent, they're basically in their minds taking what belongs to them. And then when women have the right to reject or to say no... This is such to... a shocking concept. Like, yeah. they do not understand the... They don't understand, like how women can come out and say no or how women can have control over anything, like even including their bodies or their space. They don't understand why they're not entitled to um, their space, how they're not entitled to their bodies. And like, it just boils down to the way we raise boys. Like, you, like let that stop today because a lot of us are going to be parents or guardians and it is, it's now our responsibility to correct, to break that pattern we need to explain to young boys that's okay, bro. This is not normal. This You're not true. entitled to XYZ. A lot of things need to change in terms of socialization. And also like um what you were speaking about, um, what you mentioned rather, misogyny, like mm-hmm. is a big part of this whole thing because um a lot of it like the general attitude of society when it comes to this particular topic like really really shows how misogynistic society is because both women and men they don't understand the concept of like consent because they have like misogyny is so deeply rooted in our minds that we don't understand like we don't understand the concept of women being free or women being in control so they, they just don't get it. They don't understand coming out and speaking about your stories um, as a victim. They don't understand, you know, penalizing men and taking action because it is such a normal thing, like at the back of our, of our minds, basically. So, yeah, misogyny is another thing that really, really affects this whole, like, the rape culture. Yeah, and like another thing I'd want to say is that some like when it like later I was saying when it comes to misogyny, that's why it's so easy for people to when um the victims come forward with the explanations to want to start asking questions. What is the need? What is the what is this thing that makes people want to ask questions when it comes to victims spe- um, speaking about their own experiences and like basically negating their experiences by asking these questions and trying to make logic out of what is always always never a logical situation rape mm-hmm. is never black and white it is never completely like logical or understandable sometimes the stories will not always make sense and the idea is to not question or to um re-victimize people that are already victims and like this is just the idea like even on a normal day, a normal person's reaction, apparently, which is obviously wrong, is to question somebody who said they have, have been raped or sexual, sexually assaulted. And that is like that is the culture that we're trying to go against. That's the misogyny. That's the wrong socialization. That, and um, it's very important to note that rape is not always about... People always say, oh, he can get any babe. Why would he have to rape this person? Like, what kind of... Is that you trying to make a logical situation? Rape is never about the actual sex. It's about the power. Men have this, men have this need to be able to show themselves or to prove something to themselves that I can take this because it belongs to me. It is so deeply rooted that they don't even understand when they are doing it. And but, we, yeah. like as members of society, don't know how to handle rape victims coming out because again, it is such a normal thing. It's so deeply rooted in us. That yes, men are allowed this, men are allowed to do these things, so why is it such a problem now? 
Um, furthermore, like about um misogyny, is that I just want to like point out how misogyny literally does not favor anybody in yeah. society. Well, most of the time, men have the upper hand, but um, in terms of like this topic, you know how we have male rape victims as well, and with healing, like as a rape victim, with healing, like come like one of like a process or something you might have to do is um, what's it called? Speaking out, speaking about your experience, and that takes like that. You need a level of vulnerability to do that, and um. That level of vulnerability men don't possess. They don't feel like they're allowed to be vulnerable because of toxic masculinity, because of, you know, deep-rooted, like, misogyny. Do you understand? So you as a male rape victim, as even, like, you you are at a disadvantage because you're not, you know, healing completely. You're not experiencing everything you need to experience because of these, you know, these um, expectations that society has, has, basically if that makes sense yeah like you know like this like exactly what Lydia is saying like with gender norms we're told that women are the ones that are vulnerable feeling emotional etc men are allowed to be like expressive yeah men are not allowed to be expressive men are not allowed to be vulnerable they're not allowed to do these things and just even biologically like the idea of a woman raping a man or even another man homophobia like these are things that society doesn't necessarily accept so to not come and speak us about it goes against everything that our society is for and again it is men that put these systems in place they're like systemic but at the same time it's men that are losing women are losing but at the same time Men still gain because we're in a patriarchal society. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, who is really winning? Because when everyone, it comes to... Well, everyone uh, is sad. <laughs> everyone is sad. Yeah, literally. End. Like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And basically, what we're trying to... What we're trying to talk about is beyond rape culture, what comes next? Like, we're not trying to give anybody any... Any victims, especially. Any firm answers on what to do next. Like, any advice. Because that's not... Our, like, we don't specialize in that in any way, shape, or form. But we're just basically saying, like... If, if after somebody has been raped, I'm trying to speak from society's point of view, as normal people that are not involved, any any of the parties involved, what am I mm-hmm. supposed to do next? Yeah, because yeah. basically we've gotten a lot of questions about, you know, what comes next. Like, oh, um, are we supposed to forgive um, rapists and assaulters? Are we supposed to let it go? And like my response most of the time is that this is not in your place. Like, there is no, as a victim, there is no right, <clears throat> right or wrong response. Like, however you decide to deal with it, it's completely up to you. It's totally understandable. I feel like I'm losing my voice. Sorry, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoyment is killing me. So, um, it's completely up to you as the victim. However you decide to deal with it is fine. And this wild expectation that society has, yeah, misogyny will not kill us. That, yeah, you know, as women especially, we're supposed to take the high road, supposed to let things go, supposed to be forgiven. Hmm. I can forgive him in prison, you understand? Oh, baby, you get like I can actually forgive him in prison. If you decide, as a victim, if you decide to make a big deal out of it, if you decide to say nothing at all, if you decide to take the matter up, but let's say go, baby, you are completely, like, it's completely understandable. You're completely right. It's completely okay. 
do with it however you decide to do with it and god will continue to like help you through through this but um as Jamie said we're going to speak about this from the point of view as members of society like okay what do we do how do we handle this because we all have a part to play if that makes sense and um <clears throat> again when we put this thing up on god <coughs> don't worry girl, you can do it when we put this thing up on instagram we got a lot of i got a lot of um what if it's if he's my cousin or my brother or my best friend am i supposed to cut him off and let him go and um okay now i'm answering and my answer is it's not my business and it is not society's business like what kind of relationship you keep if that makes sense you do you but what i like my main point and what i think is important is to be considerate to victims to acknowledge them in every decision you make it is basically your responsibility that's another problem that we might need to address at a later time is that how like as members of society we fail to recognize like our responsibilities yeah they're victims amongst us like it it is our job to to sort of to assist in any way you possibly can and they're potential victims and it is you know, it is your responsibility to look out for the next person, basically. Exactly. Yeah, whether or not you're a Christian and you're looking out for your neighbor, like as a member of society, <clears throat> of a like properly functioning society, these are things that you know have to be in place so that we can function properly. You get so um what is important to me is the message we as individuals send back into society and a lot of the attitude is so like a decibel, like we're so relaxed. We basically don't care. The guy raped and like okay, if you remember that period, was it last summer when people were naming and shaming and calling out assaulters? Like one guy, twenty babes, fifteen babes coming out say yes, he did this, yes, he did that. Like only you. We have established that this young man is an assaulter. This young man is a victim. Tell me why a week later or that same weekend I'm seeing him walking off at the table beside me at 57. It does not make sense. I cannot determine, okay, what anyone does with their time, with their life. But, guy, even advice your guy. He's a rape victim. He's a victim. You know, he's going to be there most likely. Lagos is small. Lagos is too small. He's going to be there. And it's it's your responsibility to make things better and it's your responsibility to yarn your guy like it not to make sense for you to come out like this you get you should be in a like properly functioning society you should be locked up serving jail time brother but that's not the case because the legal system continues to fail women but we should not encourage this it is not sense like it is not fair to women, to victims of assault, to victims of rape, to have their, like, to to see, to watch. Like, it doesn't help the healing process. It doesn't help anything. It's very triggering. Even if that that guy is not your, <clears throat> your assaulter, it's just a triggering thing to watch as, like, a woman. Um, 
and again we're sending a message back into society that okay rape as of this it is justifiable and excusable and that we will let's go always and we will forget so potential rape victims are looking at the way society is handling things and like okay this is something that we can do and something that we can get away with and guys that have the guys that have committed the crime are you know feeling cool thinking okay yeah I got it's to all forgotten. Yeah, yes. this, is this the biggest punishment that's not that deep? Like that's literally the message we're sending to them. And like just to like continue what Lydia is saying, like we the message most of all, like, our actions basically are the message that we're sending. So when we as a society guys is like what guys their friends, I mean, when when their friends are like probably pulling up to their yards like ah let's go for this motive, don't worry. And if anybody chats any rubbish guy Support you, like, we did your back. We did your back last last. Like, you're good, don't worry about your guys. We got you no matter what. And that idea is basically because me personally, like, obviously, I blame the rapist for the rape, but everything after that, I blame members of society, their friends, everybody around them that basically makes them comfortable. They're making them comfortable when they go out, they're comfortable when they're in spaces that victims are also occupying. Basically, that no matter what you do, as long as you are maybe apologetic or you apologize or society will forgive you basically like this is not a big crime this is not a big deal i don't understand and we should all forget but, about it basically we should all learn yeah, to let basically it go. everybody forgets about it it's not a big deal the, the least and um, the most that can ever happen to you is that maybe guys insult you. your name will be trending on twitter last last but beyond that a week later two weeks later you can pull up to any rock you want and nobody can talk too much and like this idea of protecting each other like it just it genuinely confuses me because what you're basically telling rape victims is that your story does not matter, your experience does not matter. Mm. You speaking out, you being vulnerable was completely mm. for nothing. And that, because that... even after the um, what's called the um, legal system fails you, society that's supposed to protect you in some way will also fail you by mm. continuing to support your victim over you. And instead, you're the one that has to be instead of them being marginalized to protect your rapist story. And instead of them being marginalized or ostracized, they are the one that is suffering for it. They are the one that's staying in your house. They are the one that's not going out, avoiding these public spaces, suffering. Your own social life is suffering for something that's happened to you. Not that you. The victim was the one that committed the crime. Okay, imagine, imagine being raped or assaulted. Now having the courage, being brave enough to speak about it. Only hey, to suffer for it, guy. Things they occur, forget. Like, things are occurring, and it is genuinely happening. Like this, we really need to let go of this this culture. This and this... guys, this is how like norms are created. This is yeah. literally this is literally why people men. This why people think like it is okay to assault, that it is okay to rape. Because we make it look like it is okay. If it is not okay, act like it's not okay. Then men will think, okay, yes, maybe this thing is not okay. And maybe then we will slowly start eradicating this rape culture because it is get it is out of hand. Don't get in out of hand. It is out of hand. The things that are happening, the sense of entitlement men have, it is ah, no forget. Yeah. And like you know, the thing I want to say as a society and as teenagers especially, one thing that we do look for is affirmation from our friends. Like whatever it is that the people around mm-hmm. us are willing to accept, mm-hmm. and the boundaries that they set is what we used to perform. If you understand what that means, yeah, so yeah. whatever somebody like says, whatever somebody says with their actions, their words is okay. Okay, it's what we think yeah. to be okay. So we, if you do something that people are saying is not okay, then you will feel bad and you will not want to do it. But um, if everybody around you is saying it's okay and they say it's not a big deal you're going to do this so 
basically again the message we're sending by allowing pulling up with your rapist friend to mm-hmm. rocks is that it's okay everybody mm-hmm. yeah as you have raped come outside of your house of your phone like it's no big deal and one thing i want to say another thing that guys love to do is i spoke to my boy he's cool mm. he, he apologizes he has changed he's uh-huh. sorry what are he's we sorry. saying here like what do you as mean if, as if as if he cannot be sorry in prison do you know what is busting my brain? <sighs> the scholars the judges the lawyers have sat down and said okay oh, for assault and for rape the um what's it called the Punishment. offender the offender should, you know, this is the punishment for the offender. He should, he or she should experience so, so, so amount of time in prison. They're all mad from making that decision. <laughs> they're, they're so stupid and they should have come to because, you, the ultimate counsel. You, because <laughs> you, you, you that knows how to control rapists. Like, because you, you, are, you now said that, okay, yes, yeah, so because I have spoken to my boy and I have called him to order, I have checked him. He is therefore sorry. It it doesn't matter anymore, and we should all, and we should all get over it because it's oh, actually yeah. not a big deal. And do you know how irritating it is to okay, your guy when you told him, you probably looked sad, maybe even mm. cried to you on the phone. You were you know, it's days, no, no, this, 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 one, for a few days, this, this the one, this the one, anybody. this the one that he wasn't gets local, to me. like he wasn't around, he now, wasn't too much outside. He now like, goes, he now tweets one apology, screenshots from his from his notes. <laughs> Yeah, like you guys are so funny like do you know something about this the idea of the punishment of rape being you're going to jail not only are you going to jail you're being reformed because that is one thing that rapists go through reformation yeah. rehabilitation to make them into normal functioning citizens because because see, let me they are not normal that's what There's i was about to say my dear sister you rapist you assaulter you person that harasses you're not okay there's a yeah. problem with you and i'm not saying this sense. i'm not saying this to be wicked but if your boy if you truly love that your boy that your bro right that you're protesting if you truly love him he's not okay he needs to go and look for help it's not normal. Boy, therapist you need help you need to you can't just go <laughs> it doesn't work like that way you think you're normal you're not you what? think you're okay but let me tell you now you're not okay as a rapist as an assaulter you're not okay there is something genuinely wrong and it needs and to be fixed with the years and years of therapy before you yes. can be allowed back into society see, preferably 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 prison <laughs> just lock yourself prison. Prison. Go. Very, just go because i'm a christian not even like kiwi kiwi equally prison it's very okay like it's not even um a few a few a few years there you when you come out and you say okay oh i've changed i will now shake your hand i'll say I'll, okay I'll, I would say, I would say, okay, maybe we can believe, but not this one that you stay in your house one weekend, two weeks. You say that you say that it's sober reflection that you're thinking about your actions. We'll not see you in fifty-seven the next um the next weekend. We'll not say that you thought about it Mm-mm. and that you've changed and you drop a follow. I mean, what are we really doing here? As a and do you, do you understand? Do you understand? Like, do you understand the effects what this has on victims? Yes, the silencing culture that we're creating, that we're telling women, what's the point of speaking up? What's the point of this bravery? That there's no need, keep it to yourself because nothing is going to be done about it. Yeah. Yeah, we just, as a society, what we need to do is stop this stigma of the rape conversation, rape culture as a whole. Stop treating it like a subject to tiptoe around. We need to be loud about it. We need to continue to shove it down people's throats. Do you know, so many people sit on the tail, they'll be scared. Babe, they babe, be, do you know, they're not going to do that day. Wait, sorry, babe, do you know a major, do you know a major red flag? When um something has happened, um and maybe an assault case or a rape case is being discussed on the tail, and certain men, certain boys, certain um, what's called 
So as an engine, what pains me, like public figures, especially people that carry influence, mm-hmm. these guys are all of a sudden either tweeting about football yep. or one song, or, or, or they're just <laughs> quiet. We don't see them on Twitter. Just quiet. Just someone, that, someone that marks attendance on Twitter every hour, we now will not see the person on Twitter that day. That is a major That's red it. flag. Because yeah. see, not doing anything about it, not saying anything about it, is part of the problem. You are part of the problem. We need to create like like the lack of empathy in society is is just is also part of the problem. Do you understand? Like that is yeah. something contributing to this culture, and it's something we all need to learn. It's like to adopt. Like empathy should come naturally. You should just naturally look out for. The, we should not say what if it was your sister or your mother or your babe before you start to put things yeah. like put things into perspective. Like you should naturally care for the person beside you to an extent and if you don't just learn to because this is what it's this is what we need to do this is what yeah. we need to put in place in order to like move society forward in order to end this culture and um and like, you know, like, yeah the thing about just to add something the thing about men is that when it comes to empathy because of the way like the power structures in society men would never unless it's like you know male or male rape that's another conversation but men will never understand the powerlessness that comes with being a woman and mm-hmm. that's why they can never fully empathize or be in my opinion be full allies to women because they can never you can't how can you how can you support something you don't fully understand so mm-hmm. that's another thing like men can genuinely they can look at a rape case and look away and that's that's it for them they can scroll past it but as women we deeply empathize because we know what that what that vulnerability is, you know what that mm-hmm. hopelessness is. Some of us might have even been in these situations before. And like it is the thing about like you do not get a cookie for mm. speaking about rape. You do not get awarded. This it's is even more problems, even more problems. <laughs> we need to normalize it. It is normal. You're supposed to empathize, like Lydia said. This is a normal human reaction you're supposed to have. When somebody says they have been raped, you've been assaulted, it's not for you to scroll past, neither is it for you to condemn it. You're literally supposed to Show some form of support in some way. Like, each one is sitting on the fence. Like, if, if you're a rape apologist, let's even know. I prefer that. Yeah, see, let mind. me know you. Let me know you. I say, okay, this one, no. Anyway. Let me know who to stay away from. Anyway, yeah, you guys. Um, girls, gays, please. We need to do better. We need to do a lot better. 100%. We just yes. need to talk about this more. Speak up about it. Mm-hmm. And don't be... Don't be afraid and please don't silence victims. Understand that you are sending a message with your actions. Also, like nothing we've said today hasn't like we, these things that we're saying, they've all been said before. But like um this is the essence of the podcast. Um to speak about these things, things that matter to us, things that are important, like things that are happening in society. So um this is our take on the rape culture and what comes next. Yeah. And if you listen to the end, let us know. God bless you. Join the conversation. We're going to put the ask thingy. After we drop this episode, we're going to put the ask thing on our story on the on Instagram. So if you're not following the As If podcast on Instagram, go do that and join the conversation. So again, we're sorry this took long and um, really sorry. Yeah. Lydia is sorry. We've she missed won't do it again. Lydia is sorry. She won't do it again. We've missed this and. um We'll be back sooner than you think. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.